Welcome to the Raw Talk Podcast, where we bring you unfiltered conversations about life, work, and everything that matters. I'm your host, Melissa, known for my loud voice and passion for spreading the word of connection, love, and support to all. On this podcast, we feature guests from all walks of life who share their stories and wisdom with us all. Whether you're looking for inspiration, motivation, or just some honest insight, you're in the right place. Each episode is designed to be short and efficient, giving you the perfect opportunity to take a break from your busy day and learn something new. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some raw talk with me. I'm super excited you're here. Hey everyone, exciting new raw talk of with the famous Courtney Lee. This is going to be a really fun talk. It's going to be a little bit 14 plus. Sometimes things get away from us, but this is all about raw talk. We don't mean to say bad things, but we do sometimes. We're going to jump right into it. Uh, I'm going to be transparent with you again, being raw. It uh, We had a little bit of technical difficulties, but I just did not want to have to lose this amazing episode. So I'm going to tell you how it is. Lock it in and let's hit the ground running with our number one gal in the whole entire world, Miss Courtney Lee. Oh, I look, and I'm like, how did I even like survive? You know, well, do we dare tell the story? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I was going through my Facebook memories, and uh, that day where me and you just were in the back on my laptop taking photos, like through our whole shift, popped up, (laughs) and I was laughing so hard. And I thought in my head, I was like, okay going through these photos and like the timestamps on them I'm like this is our whole shift like were we doing anything (laughs) (laughs) could I have a burger no we're out (laughs) I'm sorry yeah we're closed we're having a photo shoot in the back thanks but no I I'm you know the thing is though uh you know the biggest thing is like the the whole story is it's like I've known you for so long and the thing is though people listening are going to be like what are these girls talking about and (laughs) I think the thing is so it's so funny it's like for me, I just think, you know, you've come so far as a person. Like, I think we both have. So long story short, listeners, we knew each other. Uh, I think Court was like, she's younger than me, man. I'm like, I think I I'm, I'm wrinkling. Uh, she was 13. I was, must have been about 16? 17. Yeah. I can't remember. Botox was n- near my future. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, you guys. Court, you've done so well with yourself. You know, you've you've really have stepped into your own and, you know, seen your transformation of not only just like yourself and your confidence, but like your business. So can you share a little bit of the story behind your business inceptions and like what really inspired you to like start it? Like tell us who you are. Besides totally. everyone knows who I am, but like who are you, Courtney? Who am I? So (laughs) Mel knew me when I was like obviously 13 um, and I transitioned when I was 25 years old. So Mel has known me through like a lot of different stages Mm -hmm. of my life and through each of those stages kind of leading up to my transition, it was always focused in sales or restaurants and Mm -hmm. um, we spent like a lot of time you know, in the service industry. Mm-hmm. And when COVID happened, um, I was a couple years into my transition and there was no representation of trans people really in the business world at this time. Never. We had just started to see representation in Congress, just started to see representation in media um, mm-hmm. and like film and television. But 
from like an entrepreneurial standpoint, especially in the beauty industry, it was still incredibly lacking. And we lost my best friend, uh, Natasha Forey in late 2020, and it just rocked right. my entire world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, I need to do something that's for me. And I didn't expect yeah. it to become what it is now. But mm-hmm. I started with like, I think 10 lip gloss colors when I started the cosmetic company, right. and it was $500 investment into a website and product. And it all started. From yeah. There. And also, let's go back on that for a second. Like, so you mentioned lip gloss. So when you thought to yourself, like, again, like, rest in peace, Tash, like, what a beautiful soul loss. And I I still Mm -hmm. think about her. But, like, were you ever, like, the internal struggles that you had to address? Like, not only transitioning at that time, you were dealing with, like, so much loss. But, like, how did... Was it just lip gloss you started with? Like, I think that... I, I think... How did, like how do you overcome them? Like what was like you're in your thought process? Cause like, did you think you be where you are now? Starting this no, <laughs> no, my God. No, <laughs> I thought maybe I would have like a little side hustle that would like help out with some rent here or there. Like that was my, right. my like, okay, cool. Like this, you know, could just be something helpful in my life. But with Tash, um, after losing her, like I went into a really intense depression Um, and you know, it's 2020, everyone's isolated too. So like, we're still Mm -hmm. in bubbles. Like not only do I not have my support group because I didn't live in um, North Vancouver anymore and Mm -hmm. have like those friends and family around me, but Mm -hmm. I had nobody around me and I'm like going through loss and, you know, obviously like I just turned to drinking, like a lot of people did in COVID to like get, get the time to go a little bit faster. So I just wasn't being healthy to myself or my mind or my body Mm -hmm. and my soul was so broken going through that grief. And so I just got myself to a really scary place where I had a wake up call and was like, I got to do something to change my life or I'm not going to have a life to live anymore. So lip gloss was just supposed to be simple. (laughs) No, you know what? This is raw talk. We can talk about shit. Excuse mm-hmm. my French, everyone. Sorry. But I think, you know, my biggest thing is that, you know, to get listeners, listen. So Court has this amazing beauty product, beauty line that is successful. So it kind of jumped in a little bit with the lip glosses. But like, you know, I think it'd be super cool to talk about, like, did you have any, like, significant, like, setbacks or failures you experienced along the way? that you were like, hey, this is blowing off the roof right now. Like, I have these lip glosses, and they're going mad wild, child. And how did you, like, manage to back, bounce back almost from those, like, crazy setbacks? Like, I think, I mean, in business, there's always setbacks. And that's just something that you have to accept as an entrepreneur. It's not a perfect road. My first year of business was... A substantially larger than I expected it to be like when we sold out a couple times and then we were expanding and then we talked to manufacturers mm-hmm. all of a sudden I had like radio stations calling me wanting to do promotions for us and newspapers and these beauty blog artists and like all of this media and presence of like oh my god a queer owned company that is preaching like self-love mm-hmm. and acceptance and inclusivity mm-hmm. and the market was so thirsty and so it just it took off we went from having you know, one product with 10 variations to having like 155 products with all variations within a year and a half. Oh my gosh. And that's crazy to me because now like, you know, I'm going to be your biggest fan here, but you were on the 
freaking New York billboard, whatever they are. Like, are you kidding me? Like, how can others, like, how can you, like, what an impact, babe? Like, are you kidding me? Like, how did that make you feel? Like, if you feel like, again. Terrified, Mel. I was so scared. (laughs) I think you looked fabulous. Here's the thing. Shout out to everyone listening. Courtney is probably the most fabulous person in the world. However, <laughs> I I need to say one thing. The thing is, though, like, you, you know, when people are listening, like, you, you started a lip gloss company, and you worked your ass off, and you felt your heart, and, like, now you're there. But, like, could you maybe, like, provide us some – and this is such an HR question. Sorry, everyone. I am from <laughs> HR, so, like, everyone get their socks up here. I'm going to ask some questions. Um <laughs> Can you, like, honestly discuss, like, with me, like, any significant setbacks or failures you experience? Like, not even that, but, like, I know we kind of touched a little bit about, but I think the thing is, so I think people hear these stories and, like, oh, it's so easy. I can do it. Courtney did it. I can do that. Like, you know, the best the, the best thing you ever gave me as a friend, who I'm so lucky to have, but as a person, to someone who's giving advice from, like, you said to me one day, you're like, Melissa, entrepreneurship is really hard. It's ups and downs, and you've got to trust the universe. And I love that about you. I love the universe. We always connect about that. But, like, mm-hmm. my biggest thing, if people don't believe what we – because you and I are very spiritual. I will say that. I, I don't want to speak totally. your tune, but we are spiritual. But if someone mm-hmm. is going through entrepreneurship and they see your story and there is having hard days, do you have any, like, actual – business facts you could be you know what maybe change your tune or any, anything that maybe someone gave you that's not like trust the universe i i, I love to if, i don't want to put you on spot i love to hear that kind of thing too so i think like if i could give like three tips to somebody that's starting one would be never think that you're the smartest person in a room and if you mm-hmm. even remotely feel like you are find a better room to be in because if you're not constantly learning especially like as a you know, I now have five companies, but when I started my first company, mm-hmm. I had no idea what business was and finances right. and like anything to do with marketing strategies and, you know, all of these really like they're pieces that operate, you know, the core values of your company that you need mm-hmm. to have. And I think that when you learn from other people, you need to be open and receptive to yourself to understand you know, why something's happening. Like what, for me, when I, if like a staff member doesn't work out, I take it really personally and mm-hmm. I self-reflect and I'm like, okay, why didn't this person work out? Was it because I wasn't coaching them? Was it because they didn't have enough support? Was it because, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have to like be able to dive within yourself and know that you're not right. And then try to always be improving. Mm-hmm. So I'd say surround yourself with smart people, always be open to improvement. Um, your mental health, this is something that we talk about as entrepreneurs all the time. And it's also mm-hmm. the one thing that we let slide out the mm-hmm. window. Mm-hmm. And I was so guilty of that. Like I probably worked yeah. for about two and a half years straight, maybe like 10 days off if that. And most yeah. days were like 12 hour days. So, Oh my God. It's just not healthy I, though, right? No, not healthy. And you hear and people say like, oh, mental health, mental health. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. That's it's so funny. You segue the text. I was literally going to ask like, how do you prioritize like work-life balance while running like a very successful business? Like Courtney, you're kicking butt, but like, how do you, like, what are your tips for like actually doing? You have to set like 
extremely hard goals for yourself when it comes to your mm -hmm. mental health. So for me, I've realized that um, exercise is something that makes me feel good. And yeah. I like, I was never an exercise person before. I was like, <laughs> I love you, but you the were. gym, like, no. <laughs> But you're still like take the buns out. You're like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm good. Like, it's fine. That's not my not my scene. But exercising for me, like the endorphins it releases, feeling healthy, feeling like I'm doing something yeah. for myself and my body for allows sure. me to show up better for the rest of the day. So yeah. taking care of my mental and my physical health has to be a priority now in yeah. order for me to show up as the best 100%. version of myself for my staff, for mm -hmm. our partnerships, mm -hmm. for my business for, you know, my friends and family. So you really, really have to set hard lines mm -hmm. in the sand of like, okay, I'm not working from seven until nine yeah. because Boundaries. I'm going to work out and yeah. I'm going to listen to music. I'm going to do a meditation. I'm going to make myself breakfast. I'm mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But mm -hmm. I let that slide. And mm -hmm. then it was so crushing to have the weight of everything that you're dealing with as an entrepreneur and not have the capacity for it yeah because I also find like you're so right about that like I even still like I'm on my computer every day for hours and you know a curious thing though and I think the thing is though you always seem but I I don't know if you listen to my podcast but, but I'm a last podcast a couple of weeks ago was commitment consistent and it's like mm -hmm. you can be consistent and committed but also, like, you are, and things aren't coming overnight, and things work really hard. A curious question, since you are so successful in the makeup industry, and yourself, you're, like, a public figure, and I love that about you. But, like, I couldn't imagine, like, living as a public figure the way you do, and I think it's a question I always curious to ask, like, stuff goes on, like, so fast, like, so as a recruiter, I have to be careful with words I say. I have to be careful with how I treat people. It, it, I, I, fair enough. I'm not saying it's like defined though that, but I'm always learning and maintaining innovation and adapting, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm curious how you kind of look at something that you've built that's your baby, you know? How do you handle the, 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 the changing of market trends to ensure like your business Re like realistically stays re relevant and successful mm -hmm. like to be honest like I couldn't even imagine like I I'm curious to how you and your team handle those things that ha probably happen every day behind the scenes right so I'm curious I've definitely done things where I've gotten myself into like a bit of a tiss tiss moment but that being said <laughs> Mel no, knows that I've got you, a bit of a you never I'm get like yourself a, in trouble <laughs> I'm an overshare but um <laughs> I think, you know, when I sat down with the companies, this, I had to self-reflect. Um, I did an interview, I think for New York Weekly about like a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about what it means to be a female entrepreneur and the, the standards that have been created by mm -hmm. um, older white cis male, you know, business world. Right. And I stopped myself from doing a lot of things I wanted to do. Like I, I, I mm -hmm. didn't do boudoir shoots that I was offered with incredible photographers that would have been a once in a lifetime opportunity to work with because I was like, I can't post these because it's not professional. I can't be proud of my body. I can't be proud of my sexuality. Right. I can't be in my divine feminine and be, be an you. entrepreneur. You can't be you, right? Totally. So. And so I had to self-reflect and say, why did I even start these companies if I'm not going to be practicing what I'm preaching, which is women should be able to feel comfortable in their bodies, comfortable with their sexuality, Amen. comfortable with, you know, however they want to show up in their life and be a business mm -hmm. owner and still be respected. You know, totally. this is 
our body. This is our life. This is our business. I'm not saying you have to support me and go buy my products, but I'm saying that I'm going to celebrate people choosing to do what makes them feel good. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I stopped getting tattoos. I love tattoos. So I finally, I just sat down as I booked a boudoir photo shoot. I booked a tattoo consult. I booked all this stuff that I wanted that I wasn't doing because I was like, "Mm, is this business professional? And mm-hmm. then it just came down to why am I not rewriting what business professional is and showing yeah. people that you can show up for you and your company. Mm-hmm. You can be loud and proud about who you are in, you know, whatever your experience is. Mm-hmm. And you can be proud of your body and your sexuality and still be 100%. a professional woman that shows up, that motivates your staff, that has large yeah. goals and take it from I there. I think it blows my mind too, not only because, again, we all know I'm like the, the biggest fan of yours, but it's crazy to me that, you know, you even had to question that. Right. And that's another question I wanted to ask, like, really, were there, you know, how did you, you know, going through that, you obviously built a great team for yourself. You know, you've, you really selected people that have your back. Right. So how mm-hmm. did you build a support network or find union communities that provided you with understanding and encouragement, like during not only your, business journey but like in general I think and I speak on this question I, I want to give some background on that it's because I have not I like I have you're a very dear friend of mine but I have a lot of dear friends that are you know communities are so huge right who has you know come out on the other side as someone who was you know in a dark place too for a long time and the people mm-hmm. who said like communities are so important and I want to speak on these communities because Whoever's listening to this, I think it's funny when I say to them, I'm like, oh, I go to NA, I go to A, you know, I go to, I go to so many communities and I think communities <laughs> are forgotten. So I'm just curious. I don't want to, I don't know if you are involved, but like, I, I love if you could speak on those communities because I think it, I think that's missed a lot for me personally. It's, it's missed so much. The, you know, communities are missed. So I'm curious if that is something you're involved in or, you know, for what you're saying. I think community is up to where you find support from an individual. So like for myself, when I first transitioned, I moved downtown to the West End because it was a queer community and people Mm -hmm. had language and they celebrated that language and expression. And so I felt safer doing my journey there. And that community helped me start my first business. So Mm -hmm. I'm forever grateful to that queer community and everything that they've contributed and still contribute to my business to this day. Mm -hmm. But wherever you find your community, like I'm extremely blessed. Like my business partner, Cass Baker is probably just the most all around incredible Mm -hmm. human being I could ask for. We constantly show up for each other whenever, you know, we need to lean on each other in any sort of way. We're at a point now where we don't even have to communicate. It's just known that we're there. (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, I get that. I swear to God, mm. Courtney, you and I had that look towards each other. We could probably oh, we did. with our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> At Faberger, 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you have tomatoes? No. We no. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, do you want to do the tiles today? No, yeah. we also no. don't. Thanks. <laughs> we, uh, that's the best answer, though. You know what? I love you because you're so, you're so from the heart. And I think that's the best thing. The, the reason this is just me but like your heart is so big and that's it is like when I speak about communities people are like I'm not going to go to the community you said it so perfectly court so it's not community about going to like a function it's a community that you build yourself mm-hmm. and you have to pick and choose and you have to have 
the only thing I can say, I'm speaking that you've created such a great narrative of being who you are, people being there who you are, and your narrative speaks louder than words. And I'm going to give you some grace right now. You are walking diamond, babe. Aww, you know, I love you. Thank you, I, babe. I like. You know, I'm not going to keep you too much longer because my listeners only have massive ADHD and they're going to go this. But I, I genuinely value the opportunity to connect with you. And I and honestly assure you that my intentions were so pure, pure and my, my listeners were so pure. And I never, I like, I just absolutely adore you. And I think your story is great. So listeners, if you are listening, I'm going to put my beautiful friend Courtney's page on the bio with her makeup line buy it or come talk to me because i'll make you buy it but you are doing so well i'm so proud of you thank you babe honestly i love you so much and you know we've been such like an integral piece of each other's lives Mm -hmm. through and through and it's an honor to be here i'm so proud of you i'm so excited you have this podcast going (laughs) and all of that love is extremely mutual so yeah so again, please, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And listeners, again, please look at the bio and the next podcast will be out on Tuesday. We're going to be talking about some serious, funny stuff about rejection, which is like the funniest topic. Wait, I'm why am I not on that one? I'm great at rejection. <laughs> you want to come on again, doll? You're, you're more welcome. <laughs> if we're talking about rejection, this is my podcast. Oh, rejection goes Melissa rejection delayed. Oh, our... <laughs> MJJ. I'm MRJ. <laughs> Anyways, of course, you've been a blessing. Um, is you know, again, you guys, everyone, please speak on being kind to each other and loving each other and expressing how much it is important to make sure everyone feels loved and connected. And I always end my podcast like this because at the end of the day, love and connection and what court was saying, like communities are so important. It could be one person, it could be your dog, even it doesn't matter. You've got to remember, everyone needs, deserves to be here. And please, please remember that. Absolutely. So thank you, Courtney. I love you so much. I love you. Thank you. Have a good day. No everyone. problem. Bye. And thank you, everyone that listens to my crazy entrepreneur style of this podcast. It really does come from the heart. I'm so passionate about it. So if you do want to come on or you want to maybe speak your story or you want to just have these kind of funny conversations where we can help and support people, please email me. My information is in the blog. Um, And yeah, we're all here together. So again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something away from this besides uh, maybe some naughty words, but hey, what's world without being a little naughty, right? (laughs) Okay, everyone. Again, thank you for listening. Uh, and I hope to hear, see you soon and talk soon.